0: Welcome to the world premiere of Space Time from Jeff Lorber Fusion on Shauna Key Entertainment here on SmoothJazz.com Global Radio. I'm Sandy Shore. I am super excited about this new album. It's truly brilliant and filled with joyful jams uh, that I find very uplifting, in composition, and you'll hear this for yourself very soon, I promise. The new project is a supersonic musical odyssey with Jeff's fusion friends, Gary Novak on drums and Jimmy Haslip on bass. In addition, Jeff has invited flutist Hubert Laws, guitarists Paul Jackson Jr., Michael Landau and Robin Ford, As well as saxophonists Bob Mincer, Dave Mann, and my neighbor Gary Meek, plus Gerald Albright. And since I've last spoken with Jeff, he's picked up a Grammy for Prototype, uh, which was his 2018 release. So we'll have to congratulate him for that. In fact, let's just say hello right now to my very special guest, Grammy Award winner, Jeff Lorber. Hi, Jeff.
1: Hi, thanks for having me. Wow, that's quite an intro. It's going to be hard to live up to that.
0: Oh, come on. That is no hill for you, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations on this really awesome new album, Spacetime.
1: Thanks so much. You know, I, it, it was, um, you know, the, obviously we've all been through crazy time with this pandemic and uh, kind of being stuck, stuck at home, if, you know, in my case, stuck in the studio. And you know, I just decided to make the most out of it. We started this record sort of on the second half of the pandemic. I had been working with Herb Alpert a lot before that. And um, I had written a song and I sent it to uh, my manager, Bud, and he was pretty excited about it. And that sort of got me excited about the whole idea of making another album and uh, kind of went from there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And COVID has been a very bizarre, and yet for many, creative time because um, we're just we've been sort of locked away and left to our own devices. You know,
1: I feel very lucky that I've been recording at home and had some kind of studio ever since the seventies. I was prepared equipment wise, if nothing else, to uh, to just be at home and be able to work at home in my studio.
0: Oh no, absolutely. You know, I, I think. Um And you're a creative sort, you know, anyway. And so when the world shut down, I'm certain that, you know, you found lots of opportunity to create. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'll tell you my take on space time um, as a music appreciator and uh, a radio artist, if you will. I am actually super impressed by how you've managed to pack a ton of muscle in about four minute songs on average. (laughs)
1: Well, you know, I, I noticed that, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Spotify and I listen to new music all the time. I listen to pop music to see what's happening there, to see, you know, I don't want to get too um, far away from what the average people in the street are listening to. And I noticed that all the songs were getting shorter. Yes. And, um, and from my point of view, I think that time is so valuable and everybody, you know, pe- people, people's lives are kind of accelerating in this modern age we're in. I don't know. It kind of made sense to make the song shorter. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm, I'm glad you noticed that because I don't know. I just felt like kind of going along with the crowd on this one, and I, I like it. I mean, it's it's fun and uh, and yeah. That's that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're trying to pack all that goodness into a little bit of a shorter time space than what we used to do.
0: Well, you know, and what, by doing that, you know, for you, and I mean, this is just my observation, because sometimes it's hard to see ourselves when we're not outside of ourselves, you know? Definitely. <laughs> um, so <laughs> for for what I see with you, and I've known you a long time. I mean, in fact, um, I have, you know, you have been making music since the very start of my radio career. I mean, so okay. we have paralleled trails a very long time. But I see... Um, I see your music as uh, very... This this album in particular as so accessible and you are a heady musician. I don't think that's insulting to say that to you because you, you are. But this is so visceral and it's got so much emotion in it now And uh, in addition to that very intelligent side you take to your music. And that four minutes just makes it almost like really fun, fast cars, you know?
1: I, yeah, thank you. I mean, I hope so. Um, and, and, you know, I, I always try to... You know, Stevie Wonder is one of my real models in terms of he's a guy that makes incredible music that musicians love, but the average people love too. So if I can do something like that yes. of having, you know, uh, melodies and grooves that the average person can can relate to and and you know bob their head to, but at the same time musicians can f- find interesting harmonies and cool solos that have some bebop vocabulary in it, you know. And 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 of course I think like one of the real key uh, actors on the stage, so to speak, and on this on this record is Bob Mincer. Having him was just incredible and I was I was so thrilled that he was generous enough to play on four tunes. That was like Amazing! I'm such a I'm such a huge fan of his. He's just he's a real special guy in terms of the way he solos and what he brings to the project. So definitely. I mean, you know, obviously there's lots of great musicians on the record involved. Everybody really. Yes. And uh, but but that in particular was 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 super special, and also having Hubert Laws because he you know he's uh, he's a guy that doesn't play on everybody's album too and he's you know considered the
0: No, yeah. I mean that that is that is it. You're just surrounded by some super talented people that um the vibe of this record is so much fun just good music but super fun and I you know I, I have to say I'm a big fan of Spotify as well and we have another station here at smoothjazz.com in fact I'd love for you to check it out because I didn't know you're kind of a pop guy I'm, I'm a pop gal as well in addition to this music you know and we have another station called Smooth Lounge which mm-hmm. is a, a chill vibe but it really incorporates a lot of that electronic pop and uh, and I, I'm noticing too that some of the songs the songs are coming in well under three minutes these days Yeah. Um, so it's fun. Fascinating. But you'll have to check that out later when you have some time download our our Smooth Global app and you'll have a choice between the two, you know. So, you know, we were just talking about how long you've been making music and it's been since the 70s, since your first professional recording. Are you like me where it doesn't really feel like it's been 40 years?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely it hasn't at all. Um, Because I guess, you know, there's there's part of me that's just the creative person that... You know, it kind of feels like I, like one, one, of, the, one of the moments that, re, that I really remember, I don't know why this one sticks out, but when I was working on my very first album, and I was living in uh, a place, you know, it was a suburb of Portland, Oregon, called Vancouver, Washington, and the studio that I was recording in was, was in Vancouver, too. And I remember just listening to some music that I had just mixed uh, in my car, you know, driving home from the studio, and I guess I forgot how fast I was going, and I got pulled over by a cop. And uh, but, you know, it's you know, what I remember is just like being so immersed and digging it so much that the rest of the world sort of disappeared. And I and I wasn't really, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm glad I didn't run into a stop sign or anything. But, um, (laughs) you know, I just had to tell the policeman, hey, I just wasn't, you know, I was listening to this music and I got carried away. But, um, (laughs) you know, that's but that's what happens when when you make music. It's it's a. Kind of transformative experience where you where you just kind of get into that that space of where where you just enjoy the sounds and and where it takes you and uh, and it elevates you to somewhere else, I guess.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and to me, you're that guy that I I listen to when I put my headphones on and want to escape and really listen to the intricate detail. Um, you have a real real talent for being able to mix the cerebral with the physical you know it's just a but I think it's a it's a Jeff Lorber vibe you know to be able to, to do both of that those well, things yeah and I think that's what um made me so excited about this project I think because I have been in my time in COVID as I create I reinvented smoothlounge.com uh, so i had been having my head in that whole nice. thing and when I got your record from from Bud you know I was like um Wow. Wow. So, you know, kind of our our world sort of merged at a really interesting intersection during this whole pandemic, which is kind of fun, you know?
1: No, I was just going to say, I'm really glad he sent you the whole thing, because I know that I think sometimes they just send the single. So so the folks at radio can't really hear everything that I'm doing. And I'm, I'm glad he sent the whole thing so you could check the whole thing out.
0: Yeah, and I'll thank our friends over at Key as well because they're very good about keeping us in the loop on the full albums too. You know, they're uh, they're music people over there, so. It's great for us to get at the whole, yeah, the concept, you know, which I was going to ask you. Right, exactly. The the name is super cool now that we're living in this world. It kind of feels like during, I I get the impression during um, the whole COVID pandemic that we've sped up about 20 years, you know? Yeah. And we've got, you know, people on their way to Mars and we're going to have Cybertruck soon. And so (laughs) this whole whole thing about um, space time, it, it feels very relevant. But what was that concept for you when you named it?
1: Um, well, you know, I'm I'm sort of a fan of studying physics, and um, yeah, and you know, so I'm I, I'm always like kind of checking some of that stuff stuff out about what's going on with astronomy, and um, I don't know, it just it just kind of felt right that um, you know, there's sort of a science fiction aspect to making music these days. You use computers, and you have all these great tools. And, um, and especially when, when all these files are being flown around the country to different musicians. Because uh, yeah. really the only people that played together physically was... Um well, nobody really played together physically, but at least Gary Novak came over to my studio to record his drum track so we could sort of interact and I could make sure that the, the drums were really solid. I mean, that's the, you know, for the listeners out there, if it's just so you know, it's the without drums, you got nothing. So the, everything's built on top of the drum track. That's really the most important thing in the song. So every song, you know, I, I, I did a demo and I had Gary come over and play the drums. And after that, we had something really, really solid to build on. But, uh, yeah, it's just... Um, I guess with the way we kind of live in front of our screens, and we, and you know, all, all this information is going back and forth, it kind of affects your sense of of time and space, and which I guess is in a way is the same thing. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of that's kind of what I was thinking.
0: Lots of different layers to the to the title, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's good So uh, Gary and Jimmy are certainly your, uh, it would be safe to say, musical brothers Right, that's right When I say the name Jimmy Haslip, what's the first word that comes to mind?
1: Um, well, you know, the Yellow Jackets, of course, because he's, he's, he was one of the founding members of that fantastic group Yes which, which really, you know, like my group, the Jeff Lorber Fusion and the Yellow Jackets, we sort of started around the same time We had a lot in common you know, I'm a I'm a huge fan of uh, of, of Jimmy's writing and and of uh, Russ Russ Frantes, a phenomenal mu- musician. Mm-hmm. But Jimmy's just a really really good buddy. We worked together briefly on Kenny G's first album, uh, where he just came in as a session player and played on a track. But it was about you know a little over I mean I guess 11 or 12 years ago we we ended up doing this tour that Eric Marienthal put together where, where we went to uh, Russia and the ukraine and and we really got to be good friends then and ever since then we've been working on a lot of stuff together and i really count on him to um help me he's he's co-producer of the album and i just you know it's just great to have somebody to to you know kind of talk to about everything you're doing and get their take on it somebody you really respect and, and you admire and uh, that looks at things a little a little different way than you do because he's more of a big picture guy, I'm more of a detail guy. So, ah, okay.
0: Um, and that's a that's a good team right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 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 another thing is he he helps me with you know, just sort of the overall concept of what the records about, where it's coming from and he helps with artwork and the it, you know, kind of just what we're going for like sort of an a uh, you know, just kind of a, a style, a style and an image that goes with it and um, you know, so that's all. That stuff's important. There, you know, it's not, it's not just music that you're making. You're making a whole package that includes artwork, and uh, you know, he's very involved with, uh, you know, making suggestions about the arrangements and the song selection, and and especially uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of these people that that I that I now work with often are, are people that Gary's introduced me to. I mean, the, I mean that Jimmy's introduced me to. Like like Gary, for example, um, Jimmy really. Inter- I met. I met. Gary earlier, but Jimmy recommended Gary a long time ago, and that's how that relationship got started. And also, obviously, um, you know, Robin Ford and Bob Mincer, those were those were people that helped out uh, that he helped me get on the record. And and even Hubert Laws, who I've been working with for a number of years on different projects. I did some really nice things with him with Michael Franks on a record that I produced. Oh yeah, Butterfly Summer is that it? Summer, yes. Or, uh, Dragonfly
0: Summer. That's Dragonfly it. Summer. That's right. That's right.
1: That's right. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, Jimmy's really good friends with Hubert. And Jimmy talked to Hubert and um, got him in, involved. And of course, he, the song he played on was called Chick, which was dedicated to Chick Corea. And Hubert has a long, long um, relationship with Chick. In fact, when I called him, he, he he was saying that he had just been working on some stuff with Chick right before he died. Mm -hmm. And uh, so he was really happy to get involved from that standpoint.
0: That's awesome. Well, we have—I mean, I could talk to you for a long, long time—but we have got to get this album started here, okay? Um, because I know people are are chomping at the bit. Um, so I'm I'm basically going to turn things over to you, so we can debut every single song on the album a week before it's available here on SmoothJazz.com. So let's let's kick it off, Jeff, with track number one.
1: All right. Well, the first track is the title track, "Space Time." Features uh, Bob Minzer as we were mentioning. It's a real up tempo tune that kind of takes off in a real, real fast, exciting way. I, I hope. And uh, Bob plays beautifully. He comes in on um, I think the, the B section on the first song and just is tearing it up. I think this one's going to be really, really fun to play live. Uh, and I'm playing guitar on this too. I play I play guitar. I I, I usually get other people to play a lot because I'm sort of limited in my um, guitar playing but um, I I bought a new instrument that I think sounds really good and so I'm kind of proud of the way the guitar stuff sounds and this is Spacetime on smoothjazz.com That was Back Room from the new Space Time album, and uh, that features Paul Jackson on the guitar solo, and, um, and actually it, it features Dave Mann on flute. I, I, I don't think I wrote that on the credits, but he did a whole uh, beautiful horn arrangement on that one. And this is the song that really started the album, because I played this for uh, my manager, Bud Harner, and he got excited about it, and that kind of got me off on the whole kick of uh, starting the album, it's our first single, so... Hope you guys like it. Up next is uh, something a little different. It's in 12-8 time, which is a different kind of rhythm than what we usually record in. And it's called Sun Princess. It features uh, my neighbor, Michael Landau. Michael is a terrific guitar player that's been a top session musician for years. He plays in James Taylor's band. And he lives about a mile from me here in Pacific Palisades, where I live. And um, this is one of my favorite songs on the record, just because it's, it's really different and it's really melodic. So I hope you enjoy this song. This is Sun Princess on smoothjazz.com. New album, Spacetime. And that features, once again, Bob Mintzer on the tenor saxophone. And uh, I, I really I like that one f- from the melodic point of view. I think it's got a really strong melody. And, um, and that's Robin Ford on guitar. You know, by the time Robin played on it, unfortunately, uh, the track was pretty filled up and there wasn't a lot of space. But he does play some nice, funky rhythm guitar on that one. The next one is Memorex. And uh, this is the one song on the album that I didn't write. And I wrote this with a lot of people. This is uh, written with Gerald Albright, Rick Braun and Richard Elliott. And uh, you're probably wondering how that happened. So I started the song with with Gerald Albright and I think he came up with uh, the main chorus melody if I'm not mistaken. And then Richard was looking for something to work on and I think we sent it to him and he and Rick started working on it. And then eventually, It ended up coming back to me, and I just really liked where it was coming from. And um, so I recorded it. And there's another version of it at the end of the album you'll hear that's just uh, sort of a reprise version. And once again, David Mann with a terrific uh, horn arrangement. So you're listening to Memorex on smoothjazz.com. was Louisiana featuring Michael Landau once again and this is this one this one's quite a bit different it's definitely one of my favorites it's almost more of a blues song than a smooth jazz song and it's one I've already been sort of jamming on it myself even though I haven't had a chance to play live and I'm I know I'm gonna love playing this one live and uh so yeah, hope hope you dug that one.
0: You are listening to Space Time. This is the brand new album from Jeff Lorber Fusion. You're hearing Jeff introduce and out if that's a word, each of these songs. And you know what's exciting is it's not even coming out until this coming Friday. So everybody who's listening to smoothjazz.com right now is getting a very special treat. Thanks to Jeff and our friends at Shauna Entertainment. Jeff, you picked up a Grammy for your last record with Shauna Yes. How was that? Was that awesome? Amazing?
1: That was um, that was amazing. You know, I've been uh, nominated about seven times, and I thought it was going to be like one of those Susan Lucci things where you keep getting nominated and never <laughs> win anything. But um, you know, Jimmy Jimmy Haslip and I were actually in the audience at uh, Madison Square Garden. This was one of the first categories to come up actually at the pre-tell, which is where they give all the other awards that aren't the five that they really focus on on the the TV show that everybody watches. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we, we looked up and there was a huge screen and it said uh, prototype Jeff Lorber fusion. And, and I was sitting in the middle of this huge row. So I had to, and, and they, they only give you like one minute to get up on the stage. So I had to like really <laughs> tear through <laughs> through all these seated people in the audience, but I got up there and uh, yeah, it's a great feeling for sure.
0: Well, you you have earned that over and over again. I'm so happy that you were recognized. Well, thank you. Congratulations! I bet that was super exciting for both for both you and Jimmy and everyone on that record.
1: Yeah, it was. It it was definitely, uh, you know, something we all were thrilled about, and uh, it was. It was just really fun to be there and be part of that.
0: Oh yeah, I I can. I can imagine. That's that's kind of the mecca for a musician in a way, isn't it? That that honor, the Grammy.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, that's that's very exciting, and I have a feeling you know you'll you'll be. Certainly up for a lot of good things with this brand new record, Spacetime. Again, I want to let our listeners know that the way modern technology works, as you're listening, you can actually pre-order if you're looking for a hard copy. And some people still like to do the hard copies. Uh, otherwise, you'll be finding this uh, project released on july the second which is a friday and you'll be able to stream it to your heart's content at all, on all of your favorite outlets and of course we'll be playing it here on smoothjazz.com the single and many others jeff i will let you continue you're doing a fabulous job i'm thinking of hiring you as a dj um, <laughs> if you have any extra time <laughs> Sure. <laughs> great, great. So I'll have, I'll have you jump back into seven. It's what a wonderful experience we're having here.
1: All right. Well, this is uh, Curiosity, and this is probably one of the funkier tunes on the album. And once again, um, Bob Minzer on tenor sax. So great to have him uh, involved in so many songs. He's definitely one of the best sax players out there, as uh, I think a lot of people that are fans of the Yellow Jackets know. Once again, Robin Ford on rhythm guitar. Horn arrangement by David Mann, and uh, you're listening to Curiosity on SmoothJazz.com. Chick, and it featured Hubert Laws, who was a frequent collaborator of Chick Corea over the years, and um, Gary Meek on sax, who is a terrific uh, sa- saxophone player, both a soprano and a tenor player and a flute player, um, who has recorded with me a lot in the, in the past and now lives in um, Monterey. <laughs> that's where it is yeah he likes it there too i guess he's doing a lot of teaching he's got a bunch of students and he's involved with the music scene up there and and hubert laws um just played amazing you know he's he's considered the greatest uh flu player in jazz i think for for quite a few years so it was amazing to have him play on the record um the next one is called day one features michael landau again he takes some great little solo spots on this song it's a ballad and it kind of you know we wanted to kind of chill out the record for a second we're glad we had a chance to do that this is called day one on (laughs) smoothjazz.com Reprise, and basically that's just a little one-minute song that features Jimmy Jimmy Haslip taking a bass solo through the whole thing. It's like probably uh, one of one of the funkiest tracks on the album. And I just thought it would be, be nice to have Jimmy take a little solo. He's such a great soloist. And if you, if you come see us play live, you'll hear a lot of Jimmy Haslip solos. He's really uh, he really gets gets it on when we play live. And before that was uh, Truth. Featuring, uh, once again, Gary Novak on the drums, Jimmy Haslip, Bob Mincer on sax, and Paul Jackson Jr., my bandmate from Jazz Funk Soul on uh, the guitar on that one. So that was Truth on SmoothJazz.com.
0: That Memorix was a great way to wrap up the, the project, for sure, and uh, distinctively uh, Jimmy Haslip's bass all over that. What a sound he's got, huh?
1: Yeah, it's it's weird. I just sort of got the idea to do that. I know some people you know, sometimes have little vignettes or little songs on their records. I've never done that at all. This is the first time. But I just thought it would be cool to um, have just a little more of that song with... Uh, with Jimmy playing over it, and because it, you know, because we didn't give him a chance to play anywhere else, <laughs> so I figured we better we better put something in there that features him a little bit.
0: <laughs> it, it's like a little fleur de lis at the end, you know, a little scroll yeah. or something that, like, a little something kind of a. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. A Good way to think of it.
0: <laughs> like a little icing. I love it. Oh, I just love it. It sounds Thanks. great. Yeah, and it, it's a nice way to end the album too. I, I feel like it, it's a good little uh, end piece there. Thank you, Jeff. Thanks so much. I mean, what a fun way to hear the project. I abs- This is my favorite thing we do here at smoothjazz.com is to get our artist friends on the air and to talk about the ins and the outs of the project yeah. and then let the audience hear it all the way through, like the old days, you know?
1: You know, I just want to mention one more thing. So people that don't make records probably don't know, but um, there's a couple other things that are really involved with uh, making records. And one is mixing. So you record all these individual things, all these in- individual elements of like drums and bass, and then you mix them. And I'm I'm a pretty good mixer, but I um, have been co- collaborating with a guy that who really specializes in that. I first met him on the Lucky Man project. Dave Koz introduced me to him. Somehow um, he ended up hiring him, uh, a guy named Peter mokren and he he works mostly on pop projects not so much on on uh, smooth jazz records although he's a big fan of that kind of music and so he he mixed the record and he did a fantastic job and also I got Bernie Grundman who's sort of a famous name in mastering mastering sort of the very last thing that happens to an album where they make sure all the levels of all the songs are exactly right and you and and if you listen to it on a cd you can they put the space in between the songs, and that's you know that's not that easy to do. You have to have just the right amount of space between the songs to make it feel right, and uh, they just added like a little extra. You know special EQ and compression maybe and make it sound beautiful and Bernie Grundman is like very very famous when it comes to mastering he mastered all, all of Michael Jackson's records he's been doing it forever and I I, I run into him all the time because he lives here in the Palisades so I had to get him uh, to master this record it's the first time we've worked together in many many years so that was part of making the record too
0: that's great. So that might maybe that's a little special sheen on the on the project exactly.
1: for you. Exactly yeah. right.
0: I can hear that and I know that name of course from, you know, eons of seeing it on uh pretty much every record ever made.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's the he's the he's the biggest name in mastering there is, without a doubt.
0: Yeah. Wow, Jeff, this really came together for you.
1: Yes. You know, and, and I have to say like one other thing which is when you make a record and you're a musician, you're constantly, generally, you're going out of town, you're coming back into town, and to get into the mode of working in the studio, you know that takes a minute to kind of switch gears and do that. So that's one thing I didn't have to do on on this record because because I was just home the whole time, and I think that sort of constant. Um, you know, uh, just focus on recording and not having to switch those gears kind of helped out too to 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 make it more consistent and more focused.
0: Yeah, I can totally see that. And, you know, the, it was challenging for a lot of people, you know, this, this pandemic. And, and I, I, you know, I want to acknowledge that. However, yeah. I feel like for some, for some, for many, myself included, the, it was nice to have a break from the, the chaotic life that we had all kind of climbed to, you know? Right traveling. I mean, and, and I'm not complaining about the life because I really liked traveling. I still, I can't wait to go back to it. I know. You um, do but, tons
1: of traveling, don't you? Because I, yeah. I always see your, your Instagram. I see pictures from all over the place on your Instagram. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it was so cool to just stop and focus. And I, I never would have redone that Smooth Lounge station, probably not for years. And uh, got to talk to so many people I never catch up with, you know, yourself included. And, um, and I actually, a very big thing happened that feels like it was a million years ago. I had my um, I had a hip disease as a child, and my entire right hip was replaced. And now I'm hiking up mountains.
1: Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. That's great.
0: Yeah, thank you. And and that was uh, so COVID for me. It it sort of gave me a chance to reboot, reset, and now I'm ready to go again. I, I hope the same was true for you. You know.
1: Yeah, I think um, it's definitely a learning a learning process because you have to kind of re make your life a little bit. And so yeah. we've all we've all had that experience. I'm, you know, I'm definitely ready to to get out there and play gigs again. Unfortunately, you know, we've gotten a few so far, but it's not back to what it was, but uh I'm very much looking forward to that too.
0: Oh, it, it'll be there for sure for you soon. It's all <laughs> it's all ramping up now. I think what we're seeing is that a lot of the 2020 um, festivals kind of retained the same lineup, you know, and then right. so 22 is getting heavily booked right now, and I think the, even the end of this year. So, you know, you better keep that suitcase packed and your passport, card, all right. my friend. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so people can find out about your tour dates and all of that at lorber.com. Right. That's right. Okay, and I know you're very social because I do see you uh, as well on Instagram and around the social media campuses.
1: Not not as much some peop- as some people, though. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but that's because you're very busy. But you do. I mean, if do... I
1: if I have something that I want people to know about, I'll definitely put it up there, though. So if I'm if I'm going to be anywhere, if I'm doing stuff, I'll tr- I'll try to let people know there for sure.
0: And you'll let them know about um, about the new album, of course, and all that, yeah. so people can follow you on the social media front. Right, that's that's cool. Well, thanks again for being our friend, Jeff. We've uh, you've been a big part of SmoothJazz.com from the beginning, and uh, we, we've really valued that friendship. And of course, we value your music very much.
1: Well, I, th- I appreciate it, and thank you for everything that you're doing to make this uh, make people understand what this music's about, and to. Um keep it alive. I appreciate it very, very much.
0: Thank you. Thanks. And I'm I'm wishing you all the success with this new record. You'll be hearing a ton of the tracks over here on smoothjazz.com. And again, it is space time coming out on July 2nd on Shauna Key Entertainment. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Jeff, for smoothjazz.com global radio. I'm Sandy Shore. Thanks for joining us.